welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, your source for the straight poop <laughs> on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. My name is Chris Anderson, but if you went to high school with me, you can call me Ibbledy Dibble. And I'm Ethan Sareski, and pistol shots ring out in the bar room night. Whew. That sounds like a horrible night at the bar. Yeah. Why don't you hit these guys up with the premise of our show, Ethan? Well, as always, on an episode of Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour, one of us, me this week, Ethan, has done extensive mm. research on a ghost school goblin or demon. And, Thank God uh, it's your week. Yeah, yeah it is my week. And uh, the other one of us, Shibbledy Dibbledy, has done absolutely no research, knows nothing about what I'm going to talk about, and will be the audience surrogate for you guys, asking the questions so your hearts are burning with desire to know. And Question number week, one. Yes, I'm going to answer it. This week we are covering the Vegetable Man of West Virginia. West Virginia Vegetable Man, eh? That yeah, hey, that's right. Okay. You have questions? Sounds good. So you, you sound you don't sound interested. <laughs> no, I'm fascinated. A man that's a vegetable, you say? I didn't say that. Okay, a vegetable that's a man. He could be uh, carrying some sort of vegetable could be a man, man. Could be a man carrying produce that beats you with it. I haven't said anything yet. Don't you know? Don't don't jump to conclusions. It's true. That's You're the really... next. That's the next segment is jumping to conclusions with Shibble because the first thing we like to do is I will ask Shibble when I say the vegetable man and you having okay. done no research, I would like to know in your mind's eye when I say that the vegetable man of West Virginia, what do you see? Okay. First thing, obviously the vegetable, and I think this is telling. <laughs> the vegetable that I'm picturing is a carrot. <laughs> right? Like when you close your eyes and if you picture, someone says vegetable, the one that pops up in your head is probably carrot. I'm trying to think. Say, wait, hold on. Wait, I'm going to blank out for a second, then say vegetable. Hold on, right? Pistol shots ring out. All right, go. Vegetable man. Corn. Okay, that that I would say is a close. That would be my number two. Okay, cool. But I picked. Did you ever read the comic Flaming Carrot? <laughs> no, I missed that one. Oh, that's a classic. Uh, I picture he's basically a man that has a carrot uh, for a head. <laughs> the rest of him is humanoid. Uh, yeah, the rest of him is normal man, but his head is a carrot, and he has uh, uh, it's a little bit Dadaist, as you might guess. It's a little bit existential. It's a great comic. Does he have the green part coming out of his head, too? Yeah, he's still got the, the carrot greens. Oh, you can good. chop those up to make like a nice vegetable oil or something. Is that or right? Or you can feed those to your rabbit. They love him. You had a rabbit. I did. I had Bernie for 12 years. He's a wonderful rabbit. A so sweetheart. beautiful. I knew him. And just the softest thing you could ever hope to touch. A wonderful pet. So, um... so I'm picturing a carrot uh, with teeth. You ever see a carrot take a bite out of you? <laughs> That's the sort of situation. And he's two feet tall. <laughs> and he's real menacing. And he lives in the mountains uh, because you can grow root vegetables in the mountains, I bet. Maybe. And, he's uh, two yeah, feet he, tall and menacing. I like that right after each other. Yeah, he's got like a Chucky vibe or oh. like a like a Critters vibe. Does he he's swear kinda, like Chucky? Because uh, he's short like Chucky. No, I said does he swear oh. like Chucky as well. No, I don't think he's capable of language. I oh. think it's just sort of like grunting breaths like... <laughs> 
like he's panting and running around. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and uh, he's uh, gonna he's gonna fuck you up. He's gonna eat you while you're asleep. Do you have any other guesses, or is that your guess on the vegetable man? No, that's my vegetable man. Tell you, me, did I crush it? You crushed the guessing part. The getting it right part was a little bit twenty five seventy five. All right. You won the 25. Oh, oh, well, that's less good. Well, I'm giving you 25 for the grunting. Okay, he does grunt. Well, not really, but I just want to give you points because that was funny. I really liked your imitation. Thank you. Oh, wait, I have a second guess. Oh, please, please go ahead. Uh, Did you ever see the paintings by that guy Archimboldo? No, I'm not familiar. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Uh, Just Google. uh, I'm just going to Google Archimboldo really quick. Okay. Uh, but he was a guy that basically, uh, uh, here we are, uh, Giuseppe Archimboldo. Yes, I was correct. Giuseppe Archimboldo was an Italian painter best known for creating imaginative portrait heads made entirely of vegetables. That's really bizarre. That fits very well. Uh, yeah, he lived in the 1500s, way before you'd be thinking anybody would be doing this. I was about to say, he's like way before his time and super creative for that time period. Yeah, yeah, and his paintings are dope. And everybody, and he just had this one gimmick, and he's lasted for the last you know 500 years of art history. People are still talking about Archimboldo because of his novelty portraits where he made faces out of vegetables. How much do they sell for? Uh, priceless. Seriously? Uh, well, I don't know. Like, Let's I couldn't buy one as a joke. No. Okay. <laughs> You're not just going to find an Archimbaldo hanging On out. eBay? There's not one? Yeah. <laughs> Are you uh, looking up pricing for me? <laughs> let's see. Uh, well, this one, uh, they are not. The last one sold June 15th, uh, 2016 at Sotheby's. Uh-oh. So, uh, that's yeah, problem. out of our price range. Yeah, yeah. That's all we need to hear is Sotheby's, and we're out. <laughs> yeah, they're they're a little bit beyond your uh, used copy of Nightmare on Elm Street Six. I don't have a used copy. That that I'm would sorry, be a brand mint new copy. in box. Yes, yeah. no, not mint Night- in box. That would be a sealed copy. Mint in box would be a CIB copy. All right. Oh, anyway, that anyway. is nerdy as all hell. I hate tell when me, I sound. Tell me, do you have? A way that you can tell me what the vegetable man is? Well, I can do it by song. I can do it by poem. I could explain song. it to you. Okay. Song? Perfect. Yes. To tell you about the vegetable man. That is my plan. And I can do it for you. I'm going to do it. Okay. I can't do it by Perfect. song. I lied. Okay. I lied. I'm sorry. I can do it by narrative fiction, though. Oh, my God. Does that mean it's story time? <gasps> it's story time. Story time, story time with Uncle Monster. Story time! Story time, story time, it's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time! Story time! It was time to write the story time for the Vegetable Man episode. The sound echoed in Ethan's head as he tapped the mouse pad of his laptop, anxious to put words to page in an effort to finish story time before the show began. He didn't want to let Shibble down, mainly, although his legion of fans would certainly be crushed if he didn't finish the storytime segment in time for this week's episode. I mean, this was already going to be a tricky show. There was You've no... disappointed me, Ethan! That's what I hear in my head. Yeah. The... You? There wasn't all that much information available on the Vegetable Man, and time was running out. Ethan turned his attention away from the computer to answer his now-ringing cellular telephone, 
a wireless model with a keyboard made by the Apple company. Hello? <laughs> hey, Shibs. Oh, hello! How are you doing? It's almost showtime. How's the prep coming? I have to be honest, Dibble. I'm having a hard time with all this vegetable stuff. There's not much here, to be honest. So, would you like a bit of help from the Shibble? No, I'm good. Thanks, though, man. It is really appreciated, you know. Well, I'll do some research for story time and send it over just in case. Ethan thanked him for his generosity and hung up the phone. It would be pointless. There was just no information on this veggie man. Shibble would come up empty as well. Ethan turned back to the laptop and began writing a story featuring a character named Ark Quasar, who is a ventriloquist with a hair lip. Meanwhile, Shibble hopped on the first bus to West Virginia in search of the Vegetable Man. When he offers his help, he goes in 100%. He was dedicated to the show and would make sure Ethan got the info needed for story time. Ethan's story was progressing as Art Quasar, hair-lipped ventriloquist, was honing his act featuring his newest puppet, Pretty Mouth Ennis. This story was really going somewhere. At the same time, Shibble arrived wearing a stylish black poncho, and lugged his Jansport off the bus. He saw the Welcome to West Virginia sign accompanied by a picture of Joe Manchin and spat on the ground. He picked up his rented camping gear and headed for the area where the vegetable man was last seen. As he left the camping store, Shibble dropped some of his gear and loudly cursed at his misfortune. Oh, fuck me! I've dropped my purchases! Unfortunately, Shibble had not done his research on Joe Manchin's West Virginia. Immediately, policemen surrounded Dibble and hauled him into a paddy wagon. Swearing in public in West Virginia is a misdemeanor, and Shibble would have to go down to the station to pay his dollar fine. And that's a real thing. Back in Connecticut, Ethan stared at the computer. He had trashed the Art Quasar story. Now he was working on a vegetable man tale featuring Luca Snucci, an Italian dog trainer with a cancer kazoo. This one was a winner for sure. In West Virginia, Shibble was just exiting the police station after paying his fine. He vowed to turn back to the straight and narrow and get Ethan the info needed to finish story time. Hopefully Ethan wasn't writing anything about Honus Wagner's kids that would have to be censored. As he was leaving, he noticed a figure in the cells in the jail. It was a dark personage in a trench coat with a hat covering his face. Shibble assessed that he must be nearly seven feet tall. Mm. He appeared greenish in the hue of the jail lights, and Shibble took one last glance at the man before exiting to continue his mission. Shibble took off his large black poncho and draped it over his shoulders, taking a deep breath, fortifying himself for the work ahead. He had barely left the police station when strong hands grabbed him by the shoulders and forced him roughly to the ground. Shibble exclaimed, "'Whatever is the meaning of this, officers of the law?' The police dragged him back inside and this time booked him. Shibble really hadn't studied Joe Manson's West Virginia. The cops pointed the lar- to the large black poncho, draped like a banner over his shoulders, and read from their statute. It shall be unlawful for any person to have his- in his possession or to display any red or black flag or any other sign indicating sympathy with forms of hostile government or antagonistic to the United States. Shibble had broken his second West Virginia law, and this time he ended up in a cell. The same cell as the darkly countenanced seven-footer he had noticed earlier. There was something about this man, but Shibble couldn't put his finger in it. The jail lights allowed uh, glowed green, 
on the only visible portions of the man's skin. Before he was released again, maybe this gentleman could tell him about the vegetable man and where to find him. Shibble turned and asked the huge slender man about the cryptid and received no response. The man just stared. They sat for hours until the police released him, when Ethan finally posted bail. As Shibble left the cell, the hood slipped off the strange seven-footer's face. It was green and leafy. Mm. That was strange, thought Shibble as he walked out. It didn't strike him that that something strange was afoot until the police had already escorted him out. But wait, I need to go back in. I need to ask about the vegetable man. The police turned away laughing and ignored Shibble. Shibble needed to get back inside that jail. The key to the mystery lay there. But how to get rearrested? He had it. He must break another ridiculous West Virginian law. After a quick internet check, he knew what to do. Shibble entered the movie theater a uh, half an hour later with a large fedora on his head. He was there to see Avatar 2, but not really. He sat in the front row and proudly cocked his new hat. Minutes later, his plan came to fruition as theatergoers behind him began booing. They couldn't see over his huge fedora. Minutes later, police arrived. The officers rooted him from his seat as another read from the statute. No person attending any performance at any theater, hall, or opera house when an admission fee is charged shall wear upon his head any hat, bonnet, or covering which may obstruct the view of any person behind them. That's a good law. It is. The plan worked to perfection. Soon Shibble was being escorted back to the familiar dimly lit cell he couldn't wait to enter now. However, to his disappointment, the cell was empty. The rail-thin seven-footer with the greenish hue was gone. Where he had been sitting were just a few leaves of lettuce and a huge eggplant. (laughs) Shibble asked the guard where the other inmate had gone, but he was told that he was the only prisoner they had taken in the last three days. A dejected Shibble waited a few long hours and made a sad call to Ethan. Hello, my friend. I need bail again, and I can't help with the story. (laughs) I found nothing. It's no problem, man. I've got a whole setup now where I start with the whole story time song. You want to hear it? Okay, all right. It starts out, it was time to write the story time for the Vegetable Man episode. Shibble smiled wildly (laughs) and said, yes, yes, I do like the sound of that, my friend. And they both lived happily ever after, not murdered by the Vegetable Man. Woo! I love it. Yay! Great work. Great work. Thank you, Shibby. Very fun stuff. I, enjoy, I I love when you clap. No, that was uh, tip top. Thank you. Thank you very much. And, you know, getting to hear a lot of your shibble voice in this episode <laughs> uh, just hits home why I have been able to spend more time with your daughter. You genuinely think that I have some sort of child monster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I would. Uh, you're one of the few people in the world I would leave my daughter with for any amount of time and be fine with it. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet of you to say. I mean it with all my heart. Um, I I appreciate that. Uh, would you like to hear? Because the story, although I am proud of it, I don't think it. I didn't want to give away too much about the vegetable man because there's not too much to give away. I wanted to save it for this section. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I like that. There's still an air of mystery. I know that he has got lettuce heads for uh butt, <laughs> and uh he's got uh. Uh, he at one point had a eggplant dong. Yes, but that's about it. Yes, absolutely. Well, you get you're right about those two things. Boy, he really is an Archimboldo. Yeah, he is. I uh, did. He ever do an eggplant dog? 
Probably. I oh. mean, if he didn't, he's re- I, he's leaving money on the table. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, he must have had uh, one of those duchies must have commissioned something at one one point. No. Yeah, one would hope. Yeah, the Medici's. Um, you want to hear a little bit about the vegetable man? I want to hear a lot about the vegetable man. Well, unfortunately, no one knows a lot about the vegetable man, so you're going to hear a little about the vegetable man. All right, I want to hear a little about the vegetable man. An extraordinary number of unusual creatures call West Virginia home. They okay. range from the widely known Mothman of Point Pleasant to the Flatwoods Monster in Braxton County. However, mm. even within the state itself, few have heard of West Virginia's own vegetable man. Vegetable man. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Uh, the vegetable man is a humanoid green slender stalk of a plant with a mm-hmm. human face, hmm. long ears, okay. ye- yellow eyes, Ooh. and stick-like arms. Okay. He is basically like a large emaciated vegetable just walking around. And he, okay. he sucks the blood out of humans through his three seven-inch long fingers that have needle-like tips and suction cups. Oh, man, that is creepy. He's got three fingers. He's like Edward Penis Hands, kind of. In what way? Because Edward Penis Hands, didn't he have three penises for fingers? I think he had one penis at the end of each arm. No, I don't believe so. I thought it was three. I remember, because I remember thinking he should he should have penis fingers, Yeah, but he didn't have penis fingers. Mm. He had penis, like, arms. He well, had penis hands. There were sequels, so, you know, we may yeah. be talking about different editions. Yeah, there might have been different iterations. Um, I say iterations, but some people say iterations. I like both of them. They're good words. Yeah. Would you like to hear about the first sighting of the Vegetable Man? Yeah, take me back to his meaning and his origin. Okay. Frederick Jennings allegedly met the being we're discussing while hunting one day in a West Virginia woodland uh, in July of 1968. So it goes back a little bit. Hang on, I'm just going to show you Edward Penis Hands. Oh, well, I can't see. Oh, yeah, it's one dong. Yeah, they are showing him with uh, trying to eat spaghetti (laughs) with his two (laughs) penis hands. Well, yeah, just like Edward Scissorhands. He was awkward and sad. Yeah, no, that would be a problem that that character would have to deal with. Check out 1991's Edward Penis Hands, coming up on an upcoming episode of Uncle Monster at the Movies. Oh, we got to do that one. That actually is not the worst idea. Oh, that's great. Um, So, Frederick Jennings in 1968, uh, according to American paranormal researcher, we all know him, Brad Steiger... No, yeah, we all are familiar with the works and the writing and the groundbreaking research of Brad Steiger. Right, the great Brad Steiger. Um, the accord- one, the only. <laughs> Brad BS. We, go, we call him BS. We call him BS. <laughs> we all know when, when you hear us say that's BS, that's we're because we're talking Brad about Steiger. Brad Steiger. <laughs> yep. And that means it's good. What a great. That's some straight up BS. That's great initials for a paranormal researcher. Yeah. Um, so Frederick, uh, was, uh, in the woods hunting and suddenly became aware of what he later described as a high pitched jabbering, mm. much, like, yeah, much like that of a recording running at an exaggerated speed. Oh, okay. Try that. Yeah. There it is. That's exactly what it is. All yet, right. yet somehow Frederick. Jennings could understand 
Mm. Ooh. And the being was informing him that it came in peace but needed medical assistance. Oh, no. Just like the opening of Green Lantern. I've never seen that. I, like lots of people. No, yeah. Well, also, like the comic book origins of the character Green Lantern. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Uh, he he met uh, an alien that had crashed to Earth and died, and uh, the alien gave him his the power ring. ring. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I didn't know that was the... That's very cool, actually, to know that. Um, so he could understand and uh, needed medical assistance, the being. At the same moment, uh, Frederick saw beside him an extraordinary quasi-botanical entity with a semi-human mm. face and all the other stuff I described. Mm -hmm. uh, before he had time to be surprised, however, he felt a pricking sensation in one of his hands. Oof. As if it was like entangled in thorns, it says. Okay. But when he looked, he discovered that the entity was draining blood from him through its own fingers. Duh! I would be very upset. I would feel very betrayed. Yeah, it's a violation. You know, they come to our country. <laughs> no, no. Illegals. Um, moreover, its eyes suddenly changed color, mm. becoming bright red from the yellow. Because of the blood. Right. He stores it in his eyeballs. That's gross. Yeah. Or maybe he took so much blood that it filled him up and it went into his eyes. Maybe his eyeballs are like fuel gauges. Oh, yeah, that's cool. So he boop, was boop, on boop, full. Boop. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's the sound when it's full? Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> what, does it ding when it gets full? Boop, 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 boop. Ding. <laughs> um, so uh, the eyes became bright red and yielded a rotating hypnotic effect uh, that rendered the blood-sucking operation painless, actually. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but it's more like it's gross. Than I wouldn't be worried about the pain. I'd be like, oh, I'm watching myself be, like, drained. I mean, yeah, obviously, but it would be worse if it also hurt. That's true. But but there's also kind of something weird about knowing something gross. There's something creepy about it not hurting. Yeah, exactly, because it should hurt. Like, what else is it doing that I don't Can't like feel. that it's trying to, like, hide from me? Yeah, I would look yeah. at, like, my genitals and, you know, I'd look at everything and make sure, like, yeah, nothing make, else Yeah, make sure I on. still got all my eyes yeah. going good, not missing any skin. When I got home, I'd check everything. A minute, yeah, oh, yeah. A minute later, uh, Frederick's enforced transfusion was over and his mesmerizing recipient fled. Bounding mm. away rapidly up a hill, each leap covering a distance exceeding 25 feet. Wow. So he's got some hops. Yeah. No, he's Shaq-like. Shaq can't leap 25 feet. He can leap, leap 40 Each feet. stride. He can leap 40 feet, I think. I... What do you think he long jumped, Shaq, when he was at, coming out of college? Probably 20 feet. You know what? What what did Bob Let's, Banner Bob Bob Bannon Bob Banner who is the guy who used to have the uh, long jump record Bob Backlund a, no that's a wrestler Banner I think long jump record it used to be Ban Bob Banner no the current uh, record holder is Mike Powell the great Mike Powell with a, a jump 1991 of 29 feet four and a quarter inches so he jumps longer than this thing 
Yes, but that you said he was doing this with every single stride. Oh, that's, that's not true. a long jump. Yeah, that's true. So his stride is twenty five feet when he's running. Yeah, that's pretty. That that's some hops. I'd say Shaq's stride is what six feet. That guess something like that. Okay, so we'll take that to fight night. Yeah, okay. and frankly, if they were to take it to the to the court with the old round ball. Shaq would win. Playing, Don't even playing suggest. A little, playing a little one-on-one, <laughs> full court one-on-one. That explosiveness, I think you can't discount that. First of all, no one has ever played full court one-on-one <laughs> ever. That's how you have to play against Shaq, because he's so big. <laughs> Otherwise, he's just taking up the entire half court. You've got no room to breathe. Well, it's not fair if one person has a 25-foot leaping stride. It's ridiculous. Are you kidding me? Full, yeah, full court one on one with him, <laughs> and first of all, he has arms that are like sticks. Shaq would just if he bumped into Shaq, they would break. Shaq is a, a monster. That is a foul. That is a foul. <laughs> yeah, but he wouldn't be able if to keep snapping a guy's arm off. That is a foul. That is a foul. Correct, referee Shibble. Uh Unfortunately for uh, Frederick, once the entity disappeared, the pain in his hand reappeared. That's crazy. oh no. Yeah, his hand. And as he set off back home. He heard a strange humming sound, which he believed to be, get this, Shibble, he believed mm-hmm. to be the entity's craft. Trans- I would I would guess that was because of his anemia. <laughs> he heard, He just had tinnitus? Yeah, I think that could just be what that is. I, I kind of agree with you. Uh, he thought it was the craft transporting the entity back from whence it had come. Mm. I would say from whence it came. Where do you think where do, where is that Wentz? Do you think? Do you have any clues? Um, I don't believe that it, it's an alien. Okay, interesting, interesting, because this sounds very alien. I don't think so. Okay, you think I it's think an alien would do a better job? I think it's natural. Okay, you think it's but you think it's from Earth? Yeah, I think it's from Earth. I think it's a I think it's a cryptid. You think it's a straight up cryptid? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Either that or uh, some sort of science experiment. Do you think that it could? Do you think it could have a craft? Oh, yeah, it could. I could be wrong, of course. I've been wrong a no, lot. No, could it be from Earth and have a craft? <laughs> yes, it has. A, it's built. It's so smart. It built a spaceship and stays on Earth with it. No, maybe it has like a, like a tunnel, a tunneling device, and it came from beneath the surface of the Earth. That would and and so it's its other skill is being smart, the smartest being on Earth. Yeah, it's also a super genius. Yeah, it's a super genius. Yes, and it tunnels around. Yes, I agree. I'm okay. That. Yeah, that's one. That's a viable theory. Put that one <laughs> on the board. Okay. Um, we'll have to keep in mind super genius when it gets to fight night. Frederick Jennings was so disturbed by his grotesque experience that he did not speak about it for several months, which mm. I would tell everyone. Um, I was attacked by vegetable man. <laughs> Um, some researchers have speculated that it may be a hoax, but those, not recently, seven months ago. But those who have sp- <laughs> but those who have spoken to him seem convinced that his account, albeit highly unusual, is genuine. Do I look like a liar? No, are Frederick. You, are you calling me a liar, Frederick? I didn't say anything of the sort. Round here, them's fighting words. I, I'm sorry. Did you vote for Mansion? Speaking of West Virginians, uh, I believe you had some West Virginia facts. Uh, we have the top ten reasons people feel bad for West Virginia. All right. 
Hit me with number one. Joe Manchin. All right. Yeah. I would feel bad for for anybody that has to live under this uh, guy's regime. You want three quick, small quotes from him? Yeah. Economic development is what's going to make mountaintop removable palatable. Mm, that Yeah. I love the concept of mountaintop removal. Ready for the next one? Yeah. Why would anybody not own a gun? Probably because I'm uh, nine times more likely to kill myself or a family member with it than anyone else. But that's fine, Joe. Come to West Virginia and we'll show you how to live, how to treat people. We're open for business. West Virginia is truly on the move. Boy, I hope so. I mean, to be fair, that's what you want the governor of West Virginia saying. Which brings us to our number two. West Virginia is truly not on the move. Out of, oh, all, no. out of all states, West Virginia ranks 45th in education, 47th in healthcare, 48th in economy, and an impressive 50th in infrastructure. If you're curious, they are 47th overall. Wow. That's well, awful. Still, I mean, where are they at in freedom? Uh, last, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> well, then where are they at in... Right above Florida in freedom. God-loving. I don't know. God love it. <laughs> in, uh, it depends. If you ask them, they're number one. If you ask anyone who really loves God, they're they're last. Um, last but not least in the first section, we have crime. West, oh, no. West Virginia has the highest crime rate in the United States. Did you know that? No, I didn't. I wouldn't have guessed that. Are there any cities in West Virginia? Why <laughs> no. can't I think of one? There's no, there are no uh, civilizations. There, it's just all rural. Fair enough. Yeah, just uh, just the wildlands. They have coal mines and you know, like little diners next to them. But other than that, uh, there was an increase in violent crimes from uh, three thousand three hundred seventy nine per hundred thousand residents to three thousand five hundred eighty one in the past uh, year to year, and uh, that is almost double the national average of eighteen hundred per hundred thousand residents. Wow. That's a lot of violent crime. That is tons. And those are our first three reasons why people feel bad for West Virginia. You know what else makes you feel bad for West Virginia? Is that they're being ravaged by the vegetable man. Yes. Yes. That's true. Well, you don't know if he's good or bad yet. I know that he drank a man's blood and ran away gibbering. (laughs) Well, it's not the worst thing a cryptid's ever done. No, I mean, I guess he didn't kill him. Or rape him. Yeah, didn't uh, didn't oh, but did drink his blood through his mystical fingers while hypnotizing him. He left him alive. I mean, you know. He did leave him alive. And, and then he went and boarded his craft, <laughs> possibly to space, possibly to his secret lair beneath the surface of the earth. To his laboratory. Yes. Where he's planning planning everything. Yes, for world domination. He's making the next vaccine. Um, so we have a second sighting, Shibble. Okay, sighting number two. In August, this is the same year, 1968. 68. In the woods. The summer of, of love. Isn't that 69? No, it's not. Yeah. Yeah. In the woods of Morgantown, West Virginia, Thomason Elbies heard a high-pitched jabbering. She's... <laughs> yeah. She stopped and looked about to find the source of the blabbing. A greenish, emaciated creature emerged from the shadows, and the sound increased. It continued in a pattern as Thomason stood frozen in fear. 
Bit by bit, as the creature drew closer, the jabbering became English words. The creature locked up. I want your blood. (laughs) (laughs) Want to see my eggplant? As the creature (laughs) locked eyes with Elby's, the message became clear. You need not fear me. I wish to communicate. I come as a friend. We know of you all. I come in peace. Mm, We. Interesting. Yes. I wish medical assistance. I need your help. With that, I don't trust it. No. uh, Like, what, what? What what is this help? Let's get specific here. Yeah, really. I'd be like, well, let's let's talk about it first. Why can't your buddies help you? You said <laughs> we, and where are they? Did you guys split up? They're in the lab. What's happening? You look fine to me, right where you are, friendo. They're busy disproving the theory of relativity. <laughs> yeah. With that, the creature lunged at Thomason and wrapped her in its surprisingly strong arms. Surprisingly strong, eh? Yeah, well, they, it, it didn't, did it say Shaq-like or surprisingly strong for you know for what it? What Would they you are? be surprised if it was as strong as Shaq? Yes. Well, there you go. Elby's was unable to break away from the creature's embrace as it pierced the skin of her arm, just below her elbow, with the thorns on its fingers. Mm. The being's fingers began greedily sucking blood from Thomason. However, Elby's. <laughs> Wait, is it filling it? Is it filling him up? Boop, 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 boop. Ding. However, Elby's did not scream. While it drained blood from her, she found herself enthralled by the flashing colors of the creature's eyes. Then, almost mm. as quickly as it had pounced, the vegetable man raced away up a hill. Elby's next recalled hearing a deep humming from the other side of the hill. Mm. She gathered herself and hurried home. That was the last she saw or heard from the vegetable man. Okay. All right. A lot of uh, stories, a lot of details in those stories match up. Yeah. I, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the the hypnotic eyes. Very interesting. But I thought you were, you made an interesting point that it could be a tinnitus from the anemia. I mean, they just lost the blood. They might not really be hearing humming. Yeah. It's entirely possible. But. The fact that she said that it happened, they both said that it seemed to happen a little bit after the attack. And I imagine the effects of that sort of sudden blood loss would would kick in pretty quick. And, but who could say? But also, she said that he raced away up a hill and didn't note 25-foot strides. So that could also be a product of the blood loss from him as well. Could be. Or it could be that, uh, you know, she didn't have a good perspective on it. You know, who could say? Who could say? Yeah. No, I'm just throwing wanna, theories out yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. But it is interesting what doesn't match up just as much as it is what does. That's true. You're absolutely right. Now, we'd have a bit of a treat. Okay. We actually have. An, is it candy? I If I had candy, I would give it to you. Oh, damn. I wish I had some candy. I right would now. love. Oh, well. You know what? I, what candy would you want right now if you could have any candy? I'm torn. Between a dark chocolate miniature Reese's peanut butter. Cups. Oh, those are so good. Those are so good. Oh, or just some nice Haribo gummy bears right from the fridge. <laughs> gummy bear and some gummy bears. Kids and grown ups love it so. I would have either the Reese's peanut butter cups that you chose, mm, or great car- choice, or a caramello. 
Oh, caramello. Interesting. You don't hear a lot about caramello. Yeah, I, and that's a really good candy, and it, they just don't do a good job with marketing. You know what's weird? A weird one? The Heath Bar. Yeah, it is, with the toffee. You see them everywhere. I've not in my entire life seen a single person buy and eat a Heath Bar. I've never bought one. No, and I, I like Heath Bars, like, bricked up in ice cream. That's great. Oh, yeah, it's good. Toffee's good. But I, Yeah. Anyway. Sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, we have an eyewitness account. Okay. We have awesome. an audio clip of an someone audio clip. who's actually come in contact. This is, and the person is anonymous. Uh, and that's the audio clip that you sent to me. Yes. You have, okay, uh, Shibble so- has that. So he's going to play it, and everyone can decide for themselves the veracity of the storyteller and, you know, the, the quality of the story itself. But I'm just bringing you what I found. All right, so what I'm going to do right now, Ethan, is I'm going to take off my headphones so I can hear this audio clip. Okay. So I won't be able to respond to you, but I will be responding to this audio clip, and I will edit it into the show later so the audience can be hearing it as well. Okay, so I'll just be quiet. Okay. Uh, Here's what just happened. I I can't believe it, but it's true, and I just hope... Hope other people like are careful because yeah. you ought to watch out. I, I live in West Virginia in my back wilderness area. It's it's always been great. I take my dog on a walk almost every morning, and uh, this morning I I took Rover. That's <laughs> I know I laughed too, but that's wait. Um, he said several dogs, and now he's saying he's taking Rover. He is only walking one dog. Walk one dog. It was it was normal. It was just everything was normal, and then. You know, out of nowhere, kind of start hearing this this high pitched noise. I don't even know how to explain it. It's crazy. It's just this high pitched noise, and oh, yeah, I was fucking, I was freaked out. Okay, I was I was kind of freaked out because I didn't know what it was. I didn't know it was some machinery or what. And out of nowhere, I looked. I thought it was a tree moving. I was like, "What the heck?" Mm. And it, it was this. I can't explain it besides this big vegetable stalk. Okay. And it had eyes that were red, yellow. It's so hard because it just seemed like they kept on switching. And it looked at me and I, my first instinct was to run as I backed up. Rover's barking. Let me mind you. Rover's just going batshit. But then calmed down as, as, this thing, I don't even know how to explain it, but this vegetable thing, vegetable thing. stepped forward and it was That was tall. his original name, was Vegetable oh, Thing. He was a competitor for Swamp Thing. Um, <laughs> but even Rover calmed down as it walked closer and I found myself stunned. Hmm. And out of nowhere, as I'm kind of lurking backwards, I trip. Mm-hmm. And then in my head... It didn't talk through a normal mouth or something like that. It didn't talk through a normal mouth. It was what in my head. Talking? He was saying he needed help. So I lay there on my back with the leaves, brushed my hands against the ground, and it reached out saying, can you help me? This sounds very intimate. Now I know where it uses its fingers that just plunges into my, my hand and starts sucking blood out of me. Mm, it was He's just sucking out with one Weird, one but finger. also one finger it felt necessary. And I, and I looked at it in his eyes, and it just looked almost like tranquil of the moment. Tranquil of the moment. And I, I blacked out when I came to. It, a rover was there just standing over me. Mm. 
and I was faint. I, I got back, and um, this, you know, this I wanted to get this recorded to make sure that when when I give this to the the police that they they understand what happened. Yeah, the police because, are going to hear. This. Yeah, it's <laughs> just the craziest thing in my life. So be careful, and uh, yeah, no scary stuff. Yeah, scary stuff indeed. Scary stuff. Uh, so yeah, a compelling tale. What do you think, real or what do you think? Well, I think interestingly, there are a couple things here. Once again, talk about what's different and what's the same as before. That he heard this noise before he was attacked. He heard a high pitched noise, and not afterwards. Uh, and I think that's telling. Yeah, that's I didn't pick that up. That's interesting. Uh, and I, uh, also, uh, yeah, just one finger as opposed to multiple fingers, yep. the eyes flashing before the attack. I think that makes like more sense because to hypnotize, that's you, when you'd so, want to start hypnotizing. Yeah, yeah, totally. But interesting that it's, it's different to me. This feels like out of them all. This feels the most suspect to me. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, to me, when you name, like, I I was like Rover, but then I was like, that was the one detail that I was like, this isn't real. But then I was like, but they would know it's not real. I So why would they do that? But also he said my dogs, but then he was only walking one dog. Well, that's I don't possible. Know any- I mean, that I'm not going to kill the guy for. That, to me, that's, I don't know anybody that owns several dogs. I was like, I'm going to walk them one at a time. Maybe, maybe a couple of them are ha- house dogs. They're inside dogs. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe, he also, maybe he only, maybe, maybe he was just taking one to do, like go for a run or something, like go for a walk. I don't know. Yeah. Who gets it? I don't know. It's interesting though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, listeners, if you have any hot takes on this, anything that you want to point out, please. Let us know. Help us decipher the truth of the Vegetable Man audio confession. All right. I was attacked intimately by Vegetable Man. <laughs> yeah, it was a little pornish. Yeah, when he was like, I laid my head down on the leaves. And they brushed my hand, and there, there was plunging and sucking in the same yeah. sentence. Inserting one finger. <laughs> okay. Go, go have fun, fellas. It turned me on. I got to be honest. It was just intimate. It was very intimate. Well, maybe that maybe he's an intimate creature, the vegetable man. Yeah, it could be. That will be coming up later. It will be. In fact, it's coming up sooner than you think because that's that's all we have. That is the information we have on the vegetable man. That's all there is on the internet and, and elsewhere. Well, then do you have any reasons to hate West Virginia? It's reasons people feel bad for West Virginia. <laughs> Reasons to feel bad for West Virginia. Yes, drugs. Oh, I feel bad for their drugs. One of the main reasons for the high crime rate is the prevalence of drug gangs in West Virginia. Yeah, that could do it. Over 60% of all arrests uh, last year were for drug-related offenses. That's much higher than a national average of 35%. Okay. So they're really cracking down while they're at it. Uh, who knows? I think there's just so much crime that you just kind of go, you know, if you're a cop, you just kind of like look around and you, you see something. Yeah. 
Just yeah, just pluck them off the trees. Easy job. Made my quota. Yeah. Not even lunch. We shouldn't have quotas, I think. Uh No, that's a problem. Yeah. Lack of diversity is another West Virginian problem. Uh one of the many drawbacks of living in West Virginia is a limited diversity. The state is eighty six percent white and two percent black. Wow. It's that... uh, I figured from those figure those figures suggest that it's also twelve percent veggie men. <laughs> Could be. Could be twelve percent vegetable men. I don't know. Because they... as we know, there are no other races. It's just white and black out there. White, black, and vegetable men. Yeah, those are the three. Well, I mean, that's how I draw my pie charts. Yeah, especially when you're in West Virginia. Uh, we have the opioid crisis. Okay, that's a drug problem. And West Virginia is one of the most opioid addicted states in the country. They love their opioids there. Uh, They had more than 1,000 deaths last year related to opioids. That's more than double the number of deaths from heroin and cocaine combined, it says. Of course, I thought to myself and I wrote down cocaine probably had zero. The most popular morning radio show in West Virginia is uh, Opioid and Anthony. (laughs) I like that one. Um the problem Thank has you. gotten so bad that officials in West Virginia have declared a state of emergency. So I do feel bad about that, and it's terrible. Yeah, I hope they get that together. That's that's a lot of senseless deaths. Yeah. Boy, the, what a great comedy show. Oh, it is a great comedy show. We just have to ground it sometimes with some reality. Yeah, every now and then we need to talk about tragic deaths. Yes. Well, I'm well, listen, we like to learn at the same time as we like to have fun, right? Yeah, I love learning about tragic deaths. I do too. And you know what I want to know? What's that? Can it love? A werewolf ain't my dad, but it's not so bad. It might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does it understand? Does it know that I've never felt this way before? There's a full moon tonight. It's so romantic. This might sound crazy, but... Can it love? Can it love? What do you think? Do you think that this bad boy can love? I don't see any reason to think it can love. Um, Really? What about the fact that it tries to make its uh, uh, blood withdrawals painless. It tries to make sure that it doesn't instill fear in the people. Well, that's just that's a from. predator thing because you don't want your prey fighting or trying to run. But it's surprisingly strong, as I understand it. Well, surprisingly like, I don't think... strong for how it looks, which is emaciated. That doesn't mean it's strong. It just means it's stronger than it looks. Well, it was strong enough to restrain that panicked woman. <laughs> okay. That's, that's pretty strong. Okay. With adrenaline, they can lift a car off of a baby. Yeah, I, I heard that in fifth grade. You, yeah, You know it's what true. my t- fifth grade teacher told us? What's that? He said, 
if you go to the mall, be careful before be careful when you get back into your car cuz sometimes people hide under the car and cut your Achilles tendon with a knife. <laughs> not not true. Yeah. First I thought all, it was and it scared me. My car is too low to the ground. If you're really worried about that, don't drive an SUV. Get a nice compact sedan. No one's going to fit under there. Well, what about ve- you ever vegetable to change man? Your own oil? I mean, obviously, vegetable man. Yeah. So well, obviously, you're, this strategy isn't going to work against the 12 percent of West Virginians that are vegetable <laughs> men. I bet he does that. Waits at malls. Oh, he loves it. He slashes Achilles tendons. We're adding that to fight night that he slashes Achilles tendons. Yeah, we, when we we need to find out whether or not Shaq drove into the octagon. Yeah, and it, whether he's at, whether the fight's at the mall. Yeah. Uh. So. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say. To me, it sounds like it can love. Why is that? Uh, I think because it, uh, well, it had said it at us. There were we. We need your help. It was referring to a group. Yeah. So we know that there's more than one. Well, that means they can procreate. Doesn't mean they can love. And they also understand, like, they have within their vocabulary the concept of help. Of doing something that is not within your own self. That's true. Even if they're lying about the help they need from you, they have the concept of help. Yeah, and I think to me that speaks to uh, uh, the the ability to understand the idea of altruism. Uh, well, help isn't necessarily altruistic. No, not necessarily. But uh, you know that that someone might do this without having something in return. Right. You know. Right. Uh, that because they don't offer anything in return to the to the people that they're drinking blood from, they just say, "I need your help," and so they maybe they're teaching uh, altruism. Maybe yeah, I, I to me something about that speaks to a capacity for love. So where would you take it on a first date? Mm, okay, it's me. <laughs> and where the would you take man. the vegetable man on a first date? <laughs> um, I'm gonna say uh. Let's go down to the driving range. That's nice. Let's knock a couple balls around. Maybe afterwards we can grab uh, a beer and a sandwich over at the clubhouse. But what if and, they put uh, lettuce yeah, on the a... sandwich? You might you might rile them up. Well, we, we're going to need to find out the specifics of these taboos. That's true. So we don't while know. we're looking at the menu, I'll be like, is it is it weird to you if I eat a vegetable in <laughs> front of you? Do you think it is? Vegetable man. And then I'd be like, okay, can I get... This is going to sound weird. Can I get the turkey club? No tomato. No lettuce. I would say no bread. That's made from wheat. Wheat counts. No. Okay. You know what? I'm, I'm, let's take sandwiches off. I'm not going to do a sandwich. No, thing. you're just going to pile a turkey. What's your soup today? Soup is good. Oh, God damn it. Tomato. Uh. No, that's off. Yeah, I don't think it's going to work in the long run if this ends up being an issue. What's your first date with a vegetable man? Grocery store. Go shopping together. Get the groceries so it feels at home. You know, you know how girls like to have their friends around, like the first. You know, when you hang out, like in the first time, not the first date, but you know, like when you hang out with the first time with a girl and their friends, they like yeah. that. You know, so like I want him to be around the produce, so he okay. feels comfortable. And then we can eat, okay. you know, when they have the bakery and you can get your own donuts and you, you don't have to pay. We can do that. You know what I'm going to suggest? What? Instead of the grocery store, the farmer's market. <gasps> that's even more fun. That's a great one. Yeah, that seems that to me makes more sense as a date. But then we can't get donuts from the bakery part of the grocery store for free. 
No, but you can't get donuts from a guy that's selling apple cider donuts that he made himself. Yeah, but they're not free. Um, no, but I bet they'll be good. They will be good, but uh, can the vegetable man fuck? Can it fuck? That sounds crazy, but can it fuck? Uh, I'm going to say, yeah. Hell yeah. The way it was slipping that one finger in. Oh, you know. Gross, dude. You know that it's sliding that one right on in there. Nope. Ew. Sloop. I think it has an eggplant penis, and I think it's built for sex. And, yeah. and they said we. There's more than one. It, they have a society. Yeah. Yep. You heard it here first, folks. The vegetable man fuck. Vegetable man's fuck. <laughs> they love doing the deed. Are you ready for fight night? Oh, my God. It's fight night. Ding, ding, ding. Fight. Okay, you ready for fight number one? Obviously, but I have no idea who's going to fight. The Vegetable Man versus Prime Shaquille O'Neal. All right, Prime Shaquille O'Neal. Prime. That's right. All right, so Vegetable Man, we know that he's about seven feet tall. He's about seven feet tall, yes. So about as tall as Shaq. We're the same height. We know that he's surprisingly strong. Well, compared to how he looks. Which is like a seven-foot-tall monster man. (laughs) It's hard to laugh like Shaq. (laughs) And he's got hypnotic eyes. Right. But Shaq, Shaq has a wandering eye, though, so he won't get hypnotized. Okay, we'll say that Shaq is able to successfully dodge the hypnotism. I guess we'll give anti-hypnosis powers to no, Shaq. No, he, he really has a wandering eye. Uh, I mean, just be, I don't think his wife would appreciate you saying that. What are you talking about? What? I'm his biggest fan in the world. I'm giving him safety in a fight. Okay, okay. His, his wife, mean- Shawnee, by the way, I know her name because I'm, I'm his biggest fan. I would never insult Shaq. He would admit that his eyes sometimes, you know, wanders. Okay. So, so maybe he's distracted by a lady in the crowd. And one of his eyes looks at her. <laughs> oh, oh, you mean he's got like a lazy eye. Yeah. One of, no, I don't mean a wandering eye like he's into other women. I mean one of his eyes okay. looks the other fucking direction. I was like, well, I guess. Okay, okay. So, because of his uh, eyes pointing in slightly different directions, it uh, throws off the vegetable man's finely calibrated hypnotic eyes. Right. Sure. Uh, he's The vegetable man has 25-foot-long strides. And... Needles in his fingers that drink blood. Right. One shack, probably two shacks, definitely. I say one shack, but I'm with you. I kind, I dig your answer. I, I don't, I don't want to discount the strengths and abilities of the vegetable man. But. You know, I'm not going to put like thousand to one odds, vegetable man shack. Yeah, no. I'm going to put like. 
four to one odds. Yeah, which is that, still high. But uh, number two, yeah. we have the Vegetable Man in um, one of those demolition derbies versus Joe Manchin in his Maserati that sprays coal dust and oil. Okay. Uh, and what is the Vegetable Man driving? No, he's just he's just there. Oh, he's just loose. Yeah. I'm sorry. Cars are very dangerous. I'm going to put this one on Joe Manchin. He can dodge it. He's so 25-foot strides. He does have great strides, and he could hypnotize him from outside the car. Right. Uh, Yeah, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, as soon as he locks eyes with the vegetable man, because he's going to have target fixation. He's going to be staring right at the vegetable man. Exactly. That's what we learned from Canada's worst I was just about to say that from um, Good Husband. Joel Goodhusband. Yeah, a- Andrew Goodhusband. Young husband. Right, young husband. Yes, uh, target fixation. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Vegetable Man's got it. We have the Vegetable Man versus the Candy Man in a battle of health food versus sweets. God versus the Candy Man himself. Boy. Okay, so the Candy Man. Who also has hypnotic powers. Yes, and can take uh, the sunrise and sprinkle it with dew, wrap it up in chocolate and a miracle or two. Who could take tomorrow and wrap it in a smile? I've got to put it on the candy man. I love that answer. That was the best answer possible. Um, Thank you. We have the vegetable man versus Dr. Oz and his campaign team with a hankering for crudite. Ooh. Well, I mean, obviously he's going to be getting some salsa to dip his crudite in (laughs) like a fucking psycho. Uh, Do you remember that? Did you see that video? Carrots in salsa? Did you see that video? Yeah, I I didn't watch the whole thing. I saw that it was. He picked up um, broccoli that was like two dollars a pound and he and he picked up like one stalk and he goes oh broccoli's two dollars this is two dollars he didn't understand that it was two dollars a pound it was so funny yeah very very strange man very glad that he did not win the election hope john fetterman is hanging in there he's been having some struggles this week when we recorded anyway i'm gonna put this one on the vegetable man you are correct we have the vegetable man versus 100 grazing deer okay well Deer, when startled and when cornered with those hooves, and there's a hundred of them? hundred. Yeah, the numbers game, I'm going to put this one on the deer. A <laughs> hundred deer beat the vegetable man? Yeah, they're going to they're gonna probably stomp him to death with their cloven hooves. <laughs> we have the vegetable man versus Jeff Dunham with all his puppets. Ooh, even the racist ones. Oh, especially the racist ones. I didn't know we had oh. racist ones. They were racist puppets? Uh, I've never seen his act. I have no use for um, prop comedy. He has one of his trademark puppets is a dead terrorist. Like a zombie? Yeah, a reanimated dead terrorist. Why does it have to be dead? Why not just have a terrorist puppet? Uh, I don't know. How stupid. I guess I, it gives you a bit of a fig leaf. What is it maybe? like? Oh, I'm Akbar. I'm a terrorist. That. Yeah. Oh, very funny, Jeff. Yeah. So I'm going to put this one on the vegetable man. Yeah, because he's funnier. Um, oh, for sure. Definitely at uh, uh, comedy battle. 100% vegetable. I should have said in a comedy battle. Uh, the vegetable man versus having to drive home the head of CPAC, Matt Schlapp. Matt Schlapp. Matt Schlapp. Matt Schlapp. Matt Schlapp. Matt Schlapp. 
Match lap. Trap. Match lap. Match lap. Vegetable man. Yes, be- <laughs> and everyone knows why. Uh, the vegetable man versus Freddy Krueger. If okay. the vegetable man had set an alarm and grabbed Freddy just as it woke him to pull Freddy out of his dream to fight in reality. Mm. Okay, they're in reality then. Uh, well, I don't think that uh, Freddy is going to uh, be vulnerable to hypnosis. No, I don't believe so. With his uh, demon uh, ghost physiology, it's, it's not going to work. He's dead. Uh, yeah. He also does not have blood. Oh. Uh, yeah, or no, he yeah, does. He does. You know green. what? His blood is always like fucked up and like gross. Yeah, it's yeah, not real vegetable blood. Man's I think it's gonna just, blood it's just a representation And then the vegetable man's going to get cursed. Oh, that's a great... Say again. I was talking over you. Uh, the vegetable man is going to uh, drink his blood and then become cursed. And that's how he wins. That is genius. And last but not least, we have the vegetable man versus our guests, Anna, Jackie Tone, and Ken Sagos. Oh, geez. What a trio of, uh, boy, three amazing guests, three amazing people. And listeners, if you haven't, Go back and check out those episodes. I'm going to put it on our three amazing guests. That is absolutely the correct answer. You are absolutely right. And that was Fight Night. Boy, what a fight. Woo. That was fun. Let me ask you. Yeah, ask me something. Do you have any more reasons to feel bad for West Virginia? Yeah, there are plenty. Um, They have no education system. That's a problem. Um, the state ranks 46th in quality of education due to the fact that they spend less money per student than any other state. Wow, you got to feel bad for the states that are ranking worse than. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they spent 8000 per student, while states like Massachusetts and California spent 13000 and 13600 per student, respectively. And I'm, it's so crazy, like... Teachers are obviously so underfunded and underpaid. And to imagine being at the bottom of the heap yeah. of that. Oh, God. Like, oh, my. And now, they, and now they're being called groomers, too. Yeah. Like, why on earth in this society, when this is how we take care of our teachers, why would anyone want to pursue that career? Teachers should make like, How are we going to have another generation of educators when this is what we're doing? I don't know who would want to be a teacher anymore. It just seems so brutal and thankless. I mean, you, you have to love... It really must be a calling yeah. to all the hardworking people out there that are still teaching. Amen. You know, and thank you guys, you teachers out there. Thank you all. I wish we could do more than thank you, but yeah, really. unfortunately we're just a podcast. Well, my mother's a teacher, so um, I uh, especially um, know what they do, and um, I've hated teachers yeah, my God whole life bless. until you know I realized how special they all were, even the ones I didn't like when I had them. Um, number eight, the Whitakers are another reason to feel bad for West Virginia. The inbred, Whitaker, the inbred Whitaker family has been featured in a series of videos by filmmaker Mark Leta. His first video of the family uh, has been viewed more than 28 million times on YouTube. The Whitakers suffer from physical and mental abnormalities due to <laughs> abnorma- abnormalities due to generations of inbreeding. In the video, you can hear one of the family members grunting, as it's his only means of communication. 
Uh, they don't understand what you're talking about, one of the Whitakers said. If they don't like it, they start grunting. Let you know they don't like that idea. Their bathroom is covered in filth, and there's a bed in the small kitchen next to a bucket filled with an unknown viscous liquid. Oof. Fair enough. The last reason to feel bad for West Virginia, there are only eight porn stars from West Virginia, and the most famous is Courtney Cummins. All right. <laughs> and that's reasons to feel bad for West Virginia. We hope you're hanging in there, West Virginia. I know a couple of West Virginians out there, and you're salt-of-the-earth people, and it seems like a beautiful place, and I'm sorry that there are this many negative aspects to where you live. We hope that we didn't offend you. No, there and are plenty of positive things. We hope that things. you know that that we love you and we know that there are good people and great things. No, there are great people there. We're highlighting that they need to the government officials need to do a better job in taking care of the people. That's the purpose of that list. Yes, absolutely. Boy. Yes. I got to tell you one thing. Tell me. This vegetable man with his blood drinking <laughs> and his seductive eyes. His genius. And his super genius intellect. Is he real? Is real? Check it, Bavakasha. Hey! Um, well, Shibs, there is no footage or photographic evidence of the vegetable man. I'll tell you that. No problem. Uh, no one can corroborate the first story I told you. The first, um, the Frederick Jennings are you calling me a liar? Uh, no. I'm saying I can't be corroborated, Frederick. I'm, that's a, that's different. Don't need no corroboration when a man gives his word. Okay, let me start over. Um, the first story's true. Okay, great. Okay. I made up the second one. Oh, well. I'm sorry. That's okay. Okay. But that audio clip. Yeah, that's fake, too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in Toto... It's a blood-sucking alien humanoid comprised of vegetable parts. Uh, so, of course, is real. Wait, so where did that audio recording come from? It was just a friend of mine. Okay, awesome. Yeah, I thought it'd be fun to try. No, no, I liked it. That was fun. Yeah. Should I not have said me. that? Yeah. I mean, No, should, no, that was great. Would it be better if we didn't tell the audience? No, no, I think it's good. Oh, good. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed it. It was I can't name him. He'd prefer not to be named, but I, I thank you, my friend, for uh, doing that for us. Yeah, thanks for throwing down. That's awesome. Yeah, very and cool. And thank you, listeners. As we are getting the red light from Uncle Monster. Uncle Monster, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Oh, my God. How are you doing? Coming in hot today. How are you, Uncle Monster? What's going on? Oh, man, I've just been recording this podcast. Yeah, well, what are we going to do in this next week before the next podcast comes out? That's a great question. <laughs> I think that you should watch the movie Leprechaun Returns. What's? He's back, baby. What do you mean? What is that? Seriously. That's the next one in the Leprechaun franchise that we're going to have to watch this week for our continuing series on Patreon. Oh, wow. I didn't, we watch... I didn't know that was the next one. What year is it from? I want to say like 2009. Oh, shit. It's going to be awful. It's going to... It, there's no more Warwick Davis. Oh, 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 my God. It's not even a Leprechaun movie. No. Well, 
as we've detailed in our Leprechaun franchise, which you can listen to on Patreon.com Trust me, slash you want Uncle to... Monster 6. Wait, Patreon.com slash Uncle Monster 6. You guys, take this seriously. You need to hear us talk about movies. I mean, we, we love cryptids. You love hearing us talk about cryptids. I mean, maybe you don't, but I'm telling you, you do. Uh, you will enjoy the movie stuff, too. It's a lot of fun. Like, you know, join us on there. Why don't you? Yeah, we just... The last one that we watched was back to the hood back to the hood not not going to the hood going back to no the he's hood. going back yes and the next one is going to be the first one without warwick davis oh and yeah he was he was the bread that was making this into a sandwich and it was a bread sandwich <laughs> do you know what i mean so uh Hey! And, and, hey! Oh, hey, Uncle Monster 2! Hey, how are you? Do you have any recommendations? Yeah, I have a, I have a re- recommendation for a movie. Awesome! But it's not a movie, it's a TV show. Is it from Ken Burns? No! Okay! Why would you ask something like that? Who watches Ken Burns? I don't know. If you're a fan of vegetables and hate Joe Manchin, I suggest checking out Pepsi. Where's my jet? It's a documentary about how Pepsi made an ad jokingly offering a Harrier fighter jet for 7 million Pepsi points with no fine print. And one man took the offer seriously. It's a really good documentary. You guys should check it out. That sounds great. It's really good. And uh, you should check out our Instagram page at UncleMonster6. Or you should check us out on Facebook. Or not Facebook. I mean, I guess you could check us out on Facebook. We're there. Uh, but you can also find us on Twitter at Uncle Monster Podcast, as well as, as we mentioned previously, on the Patreon at Uncle Monster 6. And we also want to thank you for uh, liking and subscribing and leaving a rating or a comment. All that stuff really helps get the word out, helps, you know, helps us look better to algorithms. Little things like that, that'll take you 30 seconds or just... Uh, you know, could be a game changer. And and then uh, telling a buddy. Most, all that stuff is great. We appreciate it. Most of all, thank you guys for joining us. We love you. We love having you here. And we look forward to seeing you next time. But until then, don't, don't get, get spooked. spooked.